Hi, welcome back to Let's Talk About Sex Really. I am Dr. Elisa Kriegel, and today we are continuing our talk on solo sex, partnered sex, and sex toys. Oh my. So what we are going to be talking about today is we are going to be giving the men some time here. Um, you know, it's funny because I realized that like so much of the sex toy market is much more focused on women, which I think is, is great. I don't know why that is. Um, I don't know if sex toys are sort of, um, just, you know, more, amenable to female parts, uh, or if that's just how things have progressed. Um, and, and we'll see, I mean, there's just not as many sex toys for men, um, not as many companies. I think, you know, one of the things I had talked about in talking about sex toys for women is that there was this explosion, um, in the sex toy market. It's one of the largest growing markets is uh, sex toys for women. And many companies that are just coming out with like better quality products, um, newer, new technology, you know. So if you haven't taken a listen to part one, whether you are male or female or identify somewhere, else in that. Um, but whatever your parts are, I, I recommend listening to the sex toys for, for everyone because it's great to know. It's great to understand, um, what you can share with a partner, what you can give as gifts. So especially, you know, doesn't make so much sense in the virtual world, but as I'm recording, you know, holiday season's around the corner, but there's always a reason to give a gift. So let's get started for the men out there who are curious. I didn't know very much about sex toys for men. Um, when I did a class years ago in human sexuality, uh, the teacher brought around different sex toys and the one that was new to me, but is actually the number one selling male sex toy is something called the Fleshlight. So the Fleshlight, for those of you who know, those of you who don't know, basically look like a, a flashlight. It's sort of a metal, oftentimes silver metal or plastic tube. And when you open the lid, there's a fleshy vagina opening looking thing um, there. And the idea is that it is um, electronic. So there's a sucking sensation there is often ribbed, different ribbed textures, um, different sizes, uh, accessible to different sizes. 
So the idea is, if you can get past it, it's sort of a dick in a can sort of thing. Um, and I want to take the judgment out of that. Um, I know I spoke with a male friend of mine who had been a radio interviewer and interviewed the uh, developer, the person who uh, started Fleshlight many years ago. Um, and he brought a sample, um, which my friend said he had never used because he couldn't get past that sense of like, he's, you know, holding on to this metal can thing. But if you can get past that, and clearly many men have, it is the top selling toy. And a lot of people really enjoy it. Um, so interesting things about it. Uh, we're not sure what it's made of. Uh, Fleshlight, as the brand itself, talks about a proprietary super skin, and it's made to feel very flesh-like. Um, it also comes in a lot of different um, models, celebrity vaginas. You can get porn star vaginas. Um, I have read interviews with women who have gone in to get a mold done of their vagina for use in the fleshlight. So there's a lot out there. Um, and, and what the newer models of fleshlight are a little more high tech, um, and don't have that sort of pseudo-realistic look. So they are much more, I think, the newer ones. So if you like that, if you like the idea of it looking, and from what I've read of men who've used it, feeling more lifelike, um, then that would be for you. But the higher tech ones are really more tech-looking, they do not look in any way like genitals. They um, are having much more um, different settings, different um, sensations. Some of them are even hands-free. Um, so if you like that higher tech, take a look. Fleshlight makes a bunch of models that are really more tech-looking. Um, and I think that's what's happening in the sex toy industry. You know, years ago, everything was much more about, you know, dildos or realistic mimicking, looking like a penis or phallic shaped, um, similarly with male sex toys, you know, looking like a vagina, even sex doll type things. Um, but now what we're seeing, I think, is much more function over form or form that fits the function and doesn't necessarily have to imitate looking like a genital, but is really more for pleasure and sensation and, and what feels good. And I think that's great because again, you know, and, you know, I keep coming, I keep thinking about when my son was in kindergarten and all the little 
you know, sayings teachers have. And there was um, something always said, you know, don't yuck someone else's yum, you know, because kids would make fun of like, ew, what are you eating? You like that? And I think the same goes in the world of sex, you know, whatever is your yum, whatever is your pleasure, go for it. And if someone else thinks it's strange or, you know, and especially when it comes to sex toys for solo sex for masturbation, it is your pleasure. I think sometimes we have so many tapes in our head of what it's supposed to be, you know, that sex is supposed to look a certain way. Um, Even masturbation is supposed to be a certain way. Or if you grew up in a more conservative or religious home with messaging that was sort of like that masturbation is wrong, then getting past that can sometimes be really difficult. And I really recommend just trying out some different toys. I think so much of sex toys is about exploration. It's about exploring yourself and what turns you on and sort of challenging, you know, what the stories are in your head and and kind of what comes into your brain and what helps your turn on and what shuts you off, you know, and challenge that. You know, I think this is what's great about masturbation and playing with toys is it's an opportunity to explore the edges, you know, to push yourself to try something else, to use fantasy, to, you know, all of it. So this is an awesome um great tool, I think, to to play with, like a different way to masturbate. Um, The other thing that exists for men is more masturbation sleeves. So it's something that you're still, it's not um, doing the work for you. You're holding it. You're still using your hand, but it's sort of an extra like sleeve that you put the shaft of your penis or the head of your penis into. And it can give, again, maybe a different sensations, different intensity. So um, so you would look for that masturbation sleeves is what it's often discussed as. You know, I mentioned earlier sex dolls. And if that's something that you are interested in, they are definitely on the higher cost. But in doing some research, you know, AI is starting to get into it. There's a lot of customization. And again, I'm really, I don't want to have judgment here. You know, there's a large part of the population that, you know, especially we saw in the pandemic is extremely isolated or lonely. There's a whole incel community, men who are involuntarily celibate. And so, you know, I believe pleasure is a birthright and whatever is going to help you find that sense of pleasure, of sexual pleasure, you know, I'm all for it. So that is definitely a market that's growing. Um, Still, I think very small. I think the cost is pretty prohibitive. But if you're curious, take a look. I mean, it's it's a little bit freaky how realistic things are being made, especially with the addition of AI. We can get into the um, philosophy and issues around that another time, because right now this is just about pleasure. Um, but 
If you're curious, definitely take a look. Um, on the simpler side from sex dolls is sort of some old fashioned, you know, cock rings can help with sexual sensation. Um, basically, it's something you uh, put around the base of your penis and it helps with the blood flow, keeping the blood in the penis. And so you can have a more intense sensation. There are even now vibrating cock rings. So that's something to take a look at. Um, with a lot of these toys, um, lube is still recommended, um, especially uh, the final category of toys I'm going to talk about are ones that are more not for the penis, but for either anal insertion or even for vibration or massage along the perineum, which is that area right before the anal opening. And so there's a lot of toys that are for more perennial massage, perineum massage, or um, different uh, butt plugs or even different vibrators that can be used anally for pleasure that way. So again, this is really about experimentation, um, which is where I think the lube is important um, to have, you know, comfort, to have more comfort and hopefully more pleasure. Um, the other thing that is always recommended, and especially with the fleshlight, it's sort of the number one issue that I have read men have with the concern or difficulty using the fleshlight is the flesh part comes out of the tube and obviously must be washed. So it's not difficult, but I really recommend with all sex toys, um, either using a really basic soap um, or there is specific soaps um, and cleaners that can be used with sex toys. And any um, adult toy site will sell those soaps. So again, like cleanliness, comfort, you know, is all going to enhance your pleasure. So that's for men. I hope um, you can find some, you know, new ideas there. Um, and the next thing I'm going to talk about is couples because, you know, the same way I'm encouraging you to listen both to, you know, men and women uh, information, all of the sex toys that I'm talking about can be used with your partner, either in a mutual masturbation way, which is where each of you are masturbating, um, or just solo masturbation and having your partner watch. Sometimes that can really be a huge turn on for people. I think also in the spirit of learning and exploration, sometimes it's a great way to show your partner what turns you on or, you know, what are the toys that you've been playing with and how can they kind of get a better sense of your turn-ons and your pleasure zones, um, but also how can you have them maybe participate and use the toys on you 
which is sort of a whole different, maybe a whole different sexual exploration than you've participated in. So I really recommend, you know, some couples are very comfortable. You know, toys are just a a very um, regular part of their sex lives. And other couples have never brought toys into the bedroom. So again, I really encourage, you know, this is about learning more about yourself, your own sexuality. It's about learning about your partner and what brings your partner pleasure. And again, it's like getting rid of some of the stories that we all have been taught that, you know, there's, you know, this one way for sex, that there's foreplay and then there's penetration. And if you're not getting off with penetration, then something's wrong. And there is so many ways to have pleasure, to orgasm. And so I really want to encourage you to experiment. Um, There are also sex toys that are specifically for couples. So particularly there are couple vibrators that can be programmed either in person or from a distance. So there's a lot being done with sort of smart technology. So the one of the larger um, ones in this realm is the WeVibe. And WeVibe was one of the first to have this programmable. So one person either wears or, you know, holds the vibrator and the other person can program the sensations on the vibrator. So you can imagine, uh, I would say, you definitely do not wear while driving or flying, you know, a plane um, could be really dangerous. But in the safety of your own home, um, you could see all the possibilities there, especially with long distance relationships, someone's away. Um, so the WeVibe has been very popular. So take a look. There's definitely ones that are for partners. There are also sex toys that are created with the idea of having stimulation, like a dual head, so that there's a two-sided stimulation on both sides and that you can play with, I think um, the one I saw more most recently was Laura DiCarlo has something called the Sway. And uh, there's a different, a flat head, a round head. Um, it can both stimulate all different parts, perineum, vagina, you know, so you can kind of experiment with where you have it if you're with your partner engaging in sex. Um, the other thing is I had brought up earlier the uh, cock ring, the vibrating cock ring uh, couples will use so that while the man in a heterosexual couple, while the man is having the vibration or the cock ring on his penis to enhance pleasure, if you are doing penetration, having penetrative sex, then the vibration can also be resting against the clitoris. So there can be vibration there as well and extra sensation. So again, there's just lots to play with. And what I encourage is I encourage, you know, this is, this is about play. So I encourage, it's like, 
we don't get to play a lot as adults, you know? We are oftentimes busy working hard, raising kids, or just taking care of family members, whatever it is. And this is an opportunity to kind of explore pleasure and just play and have fun. So there's no right way to do it. You might try something and not like it. You might try it and love it. Uh, The final thing I would talk about that's really very much in the realm of play and exploration with a partner is sensation play. And sensation play is really what it sounds like. There are a lot of objects out there that just are about having different sensations and textures on your different parts of your body. So you can find, you know, feathers, you can find little fuzzy things, you can find floggers or paddles. Obviously that might be a little bit more in the BDSM realm, but I think if you don't want to do sort of BDSM, there's a lot of people just exploring you know, light sensation or playing with, you know, a little more, getting a little rougher, a little harder and seeing, you know, how does that feel? What I would really recommend with the sensation play is, you know, have one person, you know, have it not even just be about sex to start, but really just about experimenting with get a few different sensation toys. There's even sort of these little claws So if you like sort of scratching, there's these little wheels, like it looks almost like a pinwheel with little darts coming out. So it gives you like a little prickly feeling. Um, Obviously, blindfolds are great here to kind of shut off all the external stimulation and sight and really get yourself into your body. Um, Even there's sort of things with little chains hanging down it, not to hurt people, but just the cold of the chain or feeling the weight of it can feel really nice. And the sensation play doesn't need to just focus on genitals. It's also remembering that we have so many erogenous zones, you know, like anywhere on the body, I'm not even going to mention parts because literally anywhere on your body, everyone is so different. So I would say explore because you might find some areas that you didn't even know were a turn on or some sensations that you didn't even know felt so great to you. So play, 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 play. So, you know, I would recommend again, Listen to part one, because I talk about basics of where to buy products. Um, There's so many places it's discreet and, you know, surprise each other. If you're partnered, buy a gift for yourself, even more importantly, something you think that you would really love, either for solo sex, masturbation, for partnered sex or exploration. So just enjoy have fun. And I hope that some of these ideas are maybe new for you and you can find some new things to enjoy and play with. Until next time, follow me on my Instagram, let's talk about sex underscore really, and have fun. 